0: Camera action. Camera action. For the month of movies for October 2020. Podcast. Podcast. I'm Scott. And I'm Jason. And um going this year. The alphabet. Yeah, this year we're going through the alphabet of uh, movies. So we're usually doing about two a month, but then November, December are all mixed up. just 26 letters, and that messes us there's up. There's more rare letters in the, in the alphabet. Yeah. Um so this month we did uh oh! What do we do? T. and S- did S and T. S and T. I'm in the wrong note on my phone. S and T. S and T. <coughs> Excuse me. Um. Yeah. So uh, I I picked two S movies. Just and picks two. T- I know. I picked an S and a T movie. Just picked an S and a T movie. Um, and so we watched two S's and two T's. Yeah. So for this month, I oh let's just start this off right. Um I picked a movie called Spring Breakers. <laughs> now here the reason why I wanted to watch this movie it didn't look good to me.
1: No it didn't. It has not James anyway.
0: it has James Franco in it who I do not enjoy. Right. Um but and then it has like a bunch of like of the TV uh, Disney TV star girls Selena like Go. Selena That's Gomez nice and them. Vanessa Hudgens and Two other people I don't really know <laughs> but um and then I saw Edgar Wright had like released a list of like his thousand favorite movies mm-hmm. like through all, all the years and this was on there and I'm like well if Edgar Wright thinks it's good I gotta check it out and so I and then I saw this like a rumor sale like a year and a half ago and I'm like I'll pick this up and I watched it so the plot of the movie is that these four girls go to spring break but in order to get there, they rob a restaurant, so they have money to go to for spring break. And then they go down there, do a bunch of drugs, party, get arrested. And then this rapper dude, played by James Franco, bails them out of jail. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, hey, just hang out with me. I, uh, uh, you know. And some of the girls are like, I'm into it. and the, Some of them are like, I'm not. And then Selena Gomez leaves in the first like 20 minutes of the movie. And I went, I thought she was mm-hmm. in the whole thing, and you never see her again. <laughs> Right, she's I thought like, she was going to come back, but and no. She, yeah, she's one of the characters that actually was like... I actually kind of... Because her character actually has depth because she's like drinking oh, and she's doing Christ- drugs. Yeah. She, she goes s- to
1: like a Catholic
0: Catholic school. I think they all live in the same school, but she like... Oh, yeah. Is part of the youth group and stuff like that. And it's like, whoa, she's... I thought you're going to see her break out of her shell and be like... You know what? God isn't that great. Or something. But she's like, nope, this is too much. And then she leaves and you go oh, okay. <laughs> and then... Um, after that, they just hang out with the most annoying James Franco I've ever seen in my life. Mm-hmm. Talk about all his guns, and uh, and they're like, we want to be part of this crime too, and that's mostly the plot. Um, mm-hmm. There were aspects of it that I enjoyed, right. um, like whenever they would sort of they sort of had like I don't want to say flash forwards, but they'd have like voiceovers of stuff that hasn't happened yet and you're like oh shit's gonna go down we're gonna find out bad things are gonna happen and then it's not as extreme as you want it to be but also i didn't know who the fuck they were aiming this movie towards right because i felt like it was like the the actual movie portion of the of the movie was like okay this is kind of just nothing's going on they're like just doing party and doing drugs and stuff but then they would splice in all these shots, spring break, spring break, and people flashing the camera and pouring boobs, or booze on girls' boobs and all sorts of stuff. I'm like, are you, it felt like an, a super R-rated version of something they were trying to aim towards teenagers. Mm-hmm. It was really kind of, I don't know, it, I don't know, it was like, because the look of the movie, I enjoyed. The look and mm-hmm. feel, except for like that. The annoying spring break part, like, but the actual cinematography and stuff like that looked really neat. But right. the, but the feeling it ga- gave from the content pissed me off. Is that? It, what,
1: is yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty much what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was not a fan of this movie. Uh, but yeah, there were like some of the shots and stuff were pretty pretty cool like when they were like running around the pool with the masks on and stuff Mm -hmm. like toward the end of the movie.
0: Yeah. That that scene was kind of neat, but also at the same time, like that's so implausible of what would happen. Right. Um,
1: yeah, I wasn't that big of a fan of this. I remember I watched it before you and I'm like, uh, yeah. It reminded me a bit of assassination nation. Yeah. Like the style where it's like, I don't know who they're targeting this towards a
0: generation behind us. Like, yes. people that are half our age. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, I gave Spring Breakers a four and a half. I gave it a four. So you so liked it more close than me. on that one. But at the close. same time, I'm, I am don't know if I'm going to get rid of the DVD or not. I'm like, should I sell it or just hold <laughs> on to it? Even though I was, like,
1: dumb. So the S movie I watched was Swiss Army Man... Yeah. Speaking I saw the trailer Stinker, Ha 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 fart. Fart. Um I saw the trailer for this movie and was like I have no idea yeah. what this movie's going to be like. And I enjoyed this movie a lot. Yeah. Um so the main character is like deserted on this beach and uh he's like thinking of killing himself and then a dead body washes up on shore. And he's like, oh, oh so someone, someone else is here. And he goes to try to save him. And he realizes he's dead. But then, like, picks him up and carries him around. And he comes in useful for things like starting the fire or um, chopping wood and stuff. So he just, like, carries this dead body around while he's trying to figure out how to get rescued and get back home. And it's a really bizarre movie but like I said, I really liked it. Mm -hmm. Um, I was trying to say, I was like, I think I told Carrie, I'm like, it reminds me of a cross between Castaway and where the wild things are, but better than both of those combined. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I know you didn't like where the wild things are, but the music was very, to me, it reminded me a lot of where the wild things are, um, soundtrack.
0: So, um, the weird thing is like, Oh, and also, uh, part of it too, is that he, Starts becoming good friends with the body. Mm -hmm. And like, because at first we're like, boy, he should, this is easy for him to act because he's not doing anything. But then he actually starts like talking, like talking to each other and stuff of that. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the main character starts like talking to the body and explaining like what all the important things about life are, like love and all this other stuff of that.
1: Right. But he's basically having like an inner monologue. Yeah. uh, But he's using this corpse as some. talk to and bounce back ideas and yeah but explaining the, the meaning of life
0: and shit at points when he's talking it reminded me of when Donnie Darko was like under hypnosis <laughs> like the, I was like watching it but like every once in a while I kept thinking that was like Jake Gyllenhaal instead of um whatever Harry Potter's name is Daniel yeah, Radcliffe. Right, uh, <laughs> but I, I have so many questions mm-hmm about the end, though, so I'll have to talk to you about it afterwards because, yeah, so many things don't add up, and I'm very confused. Like, because he builds all this stuff in the woods, like on the uh-huh. desert island, like the garbage that washed up on shore and stuff. Like, and it went in a completely different way than I expected it to, but also, I like because I don't like they, the way they're hinting at certain situations, I thought this is what. I thought I was going to wake up and go, oh, this is what the, uh, the story is. And uh-huh. then this is what the story was. And I went, what the fuck? Like, a lot of it's like placement of things and stuff. And I wonder. It was a
1: fun journey all the way through the movie. Because at the beginning of the movie, you're like, what the fuck is he doing with this dead body? Yeah. And then, like, as the movie goes, you're like, okay, this is kind of making sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, like as the movie builds and stuff, yeah, i here. Like it's kind of like Castaway, but instead of a volleyball, it's a dead body.
0: Yeah. Oh, hey Wilson, dude, Yeah, I no, I I really enjoyed Steve's it. Guy. When it first came out, the people that were telling me to watch it were the people that were like, only liked things that were weird, and I was like, mm-hmm. you're just doing that because he's farting a lot and f- like starting fires, with, you know? It's he's like a dead body that farts a lot. Yeah, like, the, the initial, the initial like, people tell me to watch it were the people that wouldn't take film reviews. Like, I wouldn't take film recommendations from, you know? Right. Like, the ones like, Evil Dead 2 is the best horror movie ever made because it's so silly. I'm like, I'm not going to watch this movie that you told me to watch. Like, no. <laughs> right. But. Yeah. it's <laughs> Just,
1: like, the ridiculousness of it. It's like this dead body... That's decomposing, so there's a lot of gas buildup, mm-hmm. and then he just freaking like shoves the thing in his butt to he shoot puts a cork, grappling hook thing. Oh yeah, <laughs> like what the hell? Yeah, but but yeah, I gave Swiss Army Man an eight and a half. Me too. I think it was great. I'm like, if I see it in DVD or something, I might have to buy it, and I'm hoping there's an audio commentary because I want to know more about this movie <laughs> yeah like the people who made it like if they had a commentary oh my god that'd be entertaining i think
0: or it would ruin it i don't yeah, know it'd be like really like yeah for here we thought it'd be nice if they. It's the uh, symbolization
1: of yeah. the marriage between this and
0: oh god no thank you so I'm excited, like,
1: <laughs> not to get ahead of myself, but the Friday the 13th, there's a bunch of the DVDs that have fan commentaries. Oh, boy. And I'm excited for that because it's like Adam Green, the guy who did Hatchet, mm-hmm. nice. <laughs> who did a commentary. I'm like, oh, and I think it's, yeah, I think it was the the one that you watched. Okay. The fourth one.
0: Now, my T movie for the month, you watched that for your Halloween?
1: Yeah, we can talk about it now. Okay. And then I'll just say, hey... All right. uh, that's the
0: one, because it's going to be in part two, I think. Okay. So the T-movie that I picked up was Train to Busan, which I heard about through many people on like mm-hmm. Reddit and a couple of friends that are like, check this movie out. But like, I just heard a lot of hype. I saw it on a lot of horror movies you should watch lists. Yeah. And uh, unfortunately, some of the things I heard about it kind of ruined the movie for me. Yeah, but I don't like. I went in this... like
1: knowing it was zombies in a train. That's all I knew. Yeah, I didn't want to know
0: more. I try to like avoid. I know it's hard. You can't just. Well, avoid it's it. it's not like, like it's not. It's just me being hyper. You know, like, dissective right. about a movie when someone says, like, if someone goes, "Oh, this is like by the end," there's of this a twist movie. in this, and then no. the entire time you're thinking <laughs> of the twist. Yeah, there's no thing. there's no twist at all. But imagine if like, you're watching. No, a movie. but it's it's similar to that. Yeah, imagine you're watching a movie and going, like, this movie, like, the last five minutes, I was just, like, scared out of my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not, exa- that's not the, the, but, like, that's the situation. Right. You go, oh, I know something bad's going to happen at the end of this movie or whatever, and that's, like, kind of, but anyways. Um, or they say, oh, they definitely open up for a sequel, so you know that the main character, you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. Good. That's a good example. Um, all
1: this is not this movie. But no, no, it's no. we' just drawing comparisons. I
0: don't I just don't I wanted you to go into it kind of cold. but um so right. the the gist of the movie is that this guy um, and his wife are kind of like separated at the moment, right. Oh, and they've shared custody of the kid, yeah. But the dude, because it's like, is this Korean? I'm always bad at that. But... I'm pretty sure it is Korean. But, anyway, um, the father, like, is way more into making sure that his job is high on the list of importance. And he kind of negates his daughter quite often, who's, like, 8 or 10 or whatever. And um, and she wants, like, I think he's going to go drop her off at his mom's place. At her mom's yeah, place. I'm so so, sorry, so <laughs> instead of taking... She's like, I'll just take the train myself because, you know, you don't care about me at all. He says, like, no, I'll take you. I'll take you there. So then... He jumps onto a train with his daughter. Um, and are they heading to Busan? Is that where she is? Yeah, they're okay. going from Seoul to Busan. Okay. Um, so then they jump on. And then, but then someone gets onto the train who's been bitten by an infected zombie that no one obviously knows about just yet. Mm-hmm. And then it starts wreaking havoc through all the passengers and all this other stuff. Well, they um, hear
1: about, like, different... Train stations being closed, so they're gonna have to pass it up because this incident is happening, yeah. and they're trying
0: to avoid it, which is the zombie stuff. Yeah, but of course, at the same time, they don't
1: realize there's one on the train already.
0: Yeah, until it's too late. But then after that, the um obviously some of the people like in society, they're like, we don't trust anybody, and like I'm, the, I'm the most important person there is on here and stuff. And boy, the person that ends up being like the villain of this movie. Ah oh, man, I don't think they got enough comeuppance upon them after all the shit they pulled. I got mm-hmm. so mad when I'm like, you f- oh fuck him. Um <laughs> but some of the, like the dude though, like some of the characters in that train though were awesome like the uh the 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 guy the with the wife. Yeah, the pre- the pregnant wife, uh, the husband of that guy, that oh jeez.
1: Yeah, that, that that couple was amazing.
0: Yeah, they're fantastic and he was an amazing character. Just just but and yeah, then you had the soccer team kids. It wasn't soccer team, it or was baseball. Football. Oh, was it baseball? Yeah, cuz they had bat, their bats. Oh, that's right, baseball bats. Duh. Yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah, a lot of it's just like I mean, I'm not going to go play by play through what happened, but right. basically zombies are on the train and they're trying to get like trying to survive, but
1: I liked a lot how for a movie that just took place in one location for the most part didn't feel like it <laughs> cuz obviously they jump from one train to another and stuff like that but i don't know for a movie that cuz going in i'm like how can you fill a whole movie about people on a train with a zombie yeah like that sounds like a really boring premise but i fr- they freaking nailed it <laughs> <laughs> like there was so many scenes i
0: was like what it was it reminded me of like snowpiercer <laughs> a little bit mm-hmm.
1: yeah <laughs> But not yeah, as... Especially the second half of the movie.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but no, I uh, it was Which good. Which is also
1: a really good movie. Yeah.
0: But no, I uh, I really enjoyed Train to Busan. I gave it a... I gave Train to Busan an eight. I gave it an eight and a half. All right. And now we got to
1: watch the new, second one. Yeah. It's called the Tra- Train to Busan Presents. Okay. <laughs> <at> Peninsula. <laughs> I'm like, oh... Now, so I checked it up in IMDB it came up Peninsula.
0: What I liked is that my S movie was bad, but your S movie was good. Mm-hmm. And then my T movie, movie was good. And yes. then you picked your T movie. Uh, Turistas. Turistas.
1: Turistas. Um, I always knew this was going to be bad going in because uh, I just had the feeling. Because I didn't like the runes. And yeah. this felt like it was going to be another movie like The Runes. Yeah. But I thought it was better than The Runes. Um, but anyway, it's a bunch of uh, Spring Breakers and, uh, who who go, I don't even remember where they went. Like, I want to say. South America, like, something. Venezuela or something.
0: Um, I don't know if that's right. I feel like. No. Nah. I want to say Honduras, but I'm probably way wrong. It might be Honduras, or Peru, or Brazil. It says Brazil. It says Brazil. I, I was right.
1: Okay, so they go to Brazil, <laughs> and
0: uh, I suppose there in, there is a lot of like drugs that go through Brazil. So
1: yeah, because this is the the bus tips over, right? Yeah. Okay, so they're taking the bus to get to their destination, and the one guy is like, "We should have taken a plane." Like, no, we'll be fine with the bus. And then the guy driving the bus almost hits these people on the road. And then it like careens off a cliff and like crashes. So then they're like, Oh, we got to figure out where we're going. And then they find a party on a beach and get separated from everybody else. And while they're drinking and having a good time, uh, you can tell that the the locals are planning something. Yeah. Because you see them talking behind their back and, um, stuff like that. And I don't know. Okay. So this is one of those movies that did the thing. I hate where they show at the beginning of the movie, yeah. something that happens later in the movie. Um, they got to stop doing that shit. Yeah. Especially because I'm already watching the movie. <laughs> yeah. Don't show me the most exciting part of the movie. Cause then I'm like, I know where this is going.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, so yeah they like they're a bunch of backpackers, and um then they're trying to like they wake up and all their shit's gone, and they're trying to find it, but they don't speak the language, so then it's just like horrible misinterpretation, and
0: it gets pretty graphic toward the end, yeah, um because you find out from the first five minutes and then also right. later on that. Um they kind of got uh put together with a bunch of people that are smuggling uh organs. Like a, yeah. a like a body what is it called? Harvesting. Harvesting, yeah. Organ harvesting people. Mm hmm. Um but I was even saying this when we were watching it, I was like, I'm just getting tired of movies that <sighs> these people are like Hey, we're gonna go on a spring break. Let's talk to the locals. Well, we can't trust the locals anywhere because, like, they talk to the locals and they end up getting screwed over. It was, it, it was like this. That's well, because
1: they didn't. I just don't understand why you would go off on your own if you can't even speak the language. Yeah.
0: It reminded me a lot of Wolf Creek. A lot. Yeah. Um, it reminded me of like the beach, but not as the beach wasn't scary. <laughs> It reminded me of the ruins it, yeah, it reminded me of so many movies Where like the first 15 minutes Like oh here we are in some place Where we don't know what to do And then like, hey, <laughs> Me and my sister uh, we like to party You should come with us Okay and then they just get fucked over Until like one or two of them are left
1: So while I'm looking at the teristas, uh It says if you like this You'll like the ruins Yeah <laughs> <laughs>
0: Um, Which is the one I watched last month. I will say, though, if you uh, have thalassophobia, if I'm pronouncing it correctly, uh, that works. Or if you have... Um, I don't know what that is. It's the fear of um, what's underneath the water. Oh, okay. I, I probably pronounced it way wrong. but um, Or it's the fear of open water. Um, or if you have claustrophobia, uh, the last... 10 15 minutes are fantastic for that. Mhm. Because it's a bunch of people just in a cave trying chasing to each other chase each under other. caves underwater. <laughs> and they like they find these little small air pockets that they suck the air out <clears throat> of and it just it bothered me so much. Mhm. So that worked. It's like the worst video games. Yeah, exactly. But um Yeah, I uh I not it had good actors in it, but this movie, I didn't mm-hmm. feel like you needed good actors. You just needed someone to be there. Right. Because... Yeah,
1: they had good actors in it. They Like, I don't know, the whole... They're tourists, <clears throat> and they seemed like how tourists would act. Yeah. Stupid and like, oh, we're better than everybody because we're Americans. Yeah. um Kind of stuff. So it's like, you don't really feel bad for them either. Yeah. By the end of the movie, <laughs> the way they treated some of the locals. Yeah. Um, I gave. I mean, I feel like I gave it a high score, but I gave Turistas a, a six. A ten. I gave it a six. <laughs> I don't think I gave. I think I might have given like one or two movies the entire podcast a
0: ten. No, I know I'm joking. Um, I gave Turistas a five. Um, yeah. And that brings us to we're going to change things up a little bit. We're going to do the pre review or preview right. early. Uh, yeah, we... because for October we did uh,
1: the Killer Horror Critics thirty-day, 31 Days of Horror Challenge. Mm-hmm. So this one's got a little different. So we watched a movie every single day this month. Sometimes um, too. So we're going to do that, talk about that challenge after. Yeah. Uh, and... We do the normal podcast stuff. So that's why we're jumping to the preview
0: movie early. Yeah, it probably will be like two parts. So... Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, so we're going to do that right now. And the movie we picked, or the movie Jason picked last month was called... Yeah. The Executioners. Yeah. And this is what we said about it. I'm guessing that uh, people broke into their house to steal stuff, and then you find out that... Um the people that live there are murderers when we were way off. Yeah. I Our feel, movie would have been better. I feel like this. Well, I think the movie I picked was called uh, you're next. Yeah. <laughs> I think I described that movie, <clears throat> but um, I feel like I, I haven't Which seen this better. movie before but I feel like I've either read a story or had a dream that basically was this plot. Like this plot for this movie is so generic. It's so generic. And in the first five minutes, I was like, this is what's going to happen. And it could have been
1: like a single episode on American horror story or something.
0: Yeah, it was, I was so mad. Uh, like, like the twist that happened. I'm like, this is, I wouldn't even call it a twist. It was like more of a curve, uh, because like I'm like right away when one character starts talking, I'm like I bet this is what's gonna happen, and it laid out exactly the way I expected it to happen up and uh, up until like basically the credits. So <laughs> I don't know, man. And the uh, okay, okay, you, you explain the plot. So the plot is that there's a bunch of girls
1: at this house, <laughs> and they're freaking out. I don't like the thing that bothers me is like okay, they're at the house and they're freaking out that someone else is there. Yeah. But they don't really have a reason to because they're a group of people. Yeah. Like I don't know. It just seems like overactive paranoia for no apparent reason. Well, no. Cause but the, then people do show up, well, so the, the there girl, is for a reason.
0: They're telling this their scary stories in the backyard for like, remember that to to, to lay out the uh, the plot.
1: Mm,
0: yeah, I kind of forgot about that already. Yeah, and um, I, I don't want to point it out because if you do actually want to watch this movie, and I don't know why, um, that plot is. I was like, as soon as she said, like, starts telling someone, like, this is fucking foreshadowing. For sure. <laughs> and then, yep. Um, but they're basically telling scary stories outside. And then they, and of course, in the like, daytime. Right was it daytime or was it like near evening. oh,
1: I thought it was in the daytime mm. I don't remember, yeah, but then these guys come in and break into the house and they're all painted With the dumbest, the
0: dumbest looking people.
1: yeah, so like one guy's painted all blue, so they call him blue and one guy's red and one guy's black, and they're just calling each other by the colors they're painted
0: but, but it's but it was but it was so it was so, <laughs> so pathetic. It was like okay, what? the
1: acting overall in this entire movie was terrible. Oh yeah. But I like... I I couldn't I couldn't like this movie because of how bad the the acting was. And then these guys who are trying to be like thugs and stuff <laughs> by painting themselves. But, the,
0: like the guy was it was he named Mr. Black? Yeah, I think it was like Mr. Black, yeah, Mr. Mr. Blue and Mr. Mr. Red. So but, yeah. like, my favorite aspect of this is, like, oh, no, you're going to get to talk to Mr. Black. He's going to tell you what's going on. It's like, oh, just wait for Mr. Black. He's like, I'm Mr. Black. And, like, it felt like that one weird guy that shops at the comic book store and then for Halloween he dresses up as the Joker and does his, like, quote, unquote, best Joker impression. And you're yes. like, I don't fucking take you seriously. I can't. Right. Like, I, you are no threat to me. But, like, he's like, I'm Mr. Black, what are you women doing? Blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, you have fucking grease paint on your face. I can't take you so, seriously. So what are the reviews on,
1: on IMDb? They have three points. One, they actually spoil the movie in the first few minutes. Yep. The second, the three stooges who invade the house are acting really bad and unconvincing. Yeah. And three, the editing was not that great and distracting at some times. (laughs) Like, yep. The review was meh. Yeah. But to me, the acting was so bad. Like, when a movie has acting that's so bad, I can't get into it. Like, The Nurse, when we watched Nurse a couple months ago. Like, the acting was so bad. I was like, oh, my God. But at least that movie, there's a couple of people who could act in it. I don't think
0: anyone could act in this one no i and and speaking of this uh, uh eh, never mind I was gonna say i i've I have a lot of these points to point out during a different movie we watched for the month, but we'll we'll wait mm. for that, but yeah, uh, this was like I hated how I hate how whenever they have these like home invasion type movies there is someone that, like, you, they try to give you... Oh, again, this one, they had a fucking... The very beginning was, was like, something that happens later, like, because the girl in the basement, and she's like, unlocks, like, she obscures mm-hmm. the vent, and then it's like, well, how, what's happening? And then you go back to the beginning of the movie. Like, how come movies do this? I hate that. Mm-hmm. I do too. But they spend more time of just people, like, getting terrorized than the backstory of the characters, and you just go...
1: Yeah, there was no character development at all for any of these characters.
0: Like yeah. you didn't
1: I shouldn't say development. There was no character
0: to any of these people really. Jesus, that was a loud truck. Was this the like, one was this the one where the girl and her like she was almost drowned in the in the um pond? Or is that a different movie?
1: I don't remember anymore. Was remember it a pond or was it a bathtub? I we watched I too many horror movies this month.
0: I know. I just remember a part where a girl was like she couldn't swim in the in the in the lake, and then the dad came out and saved her. And then he had a heart attack on the on the shore.
1: Oh yeah, I think
0: was, that might have been this one. Was that this one? It was one of them I watched this month. Yeah, but that was like all the backstory we got. Like all we knew was that the character was sad about being up at the cabin. It must have been this one. And then, um... Yeah, there's a lakeside cabin. Yeah, there's, like, there's no fucking... There's, like, no character development that... I don't give a shit about these characters other than the fact that someone innocent died. Right. And they also, like, got raped and stuff like that, too. And it's just, like... uh, I hate hate when horror movies, like... We're edgy. We're gonna have these people get raped. And, like, that's not cool. Like, I guess Mm -hmm. you're really trying to prove how bad these people are. But it's, like... I don't know. This doesn't need to be movies.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: So I gave the Executioners a four. Oh, I gave it a three. Yeah. For an hour and a half long movie, it felt about it felt like hours.
1: it was two and a half.
0: Yeah.
1: I was like, it's gotta be getting done soon. Oh, I've only been watching for a half hour.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm guessing
1: yep. this is the one that someone died because someone just called Bell's father.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty sure that was him. Yeah, that was... Oh, my God. This movie. I mean, good for them for having a budget. Because it looks like it looks like these people are very... Uh... This guy made a lot of movies. Yeah. Oh, and he the guy who directed it and wrote it had to have a small part in it. See the dad? <laughs> he was Jim. I don't remember names. Oh, I think he was the guy, like, at the very end with the... um. Mm. Oh, the the, the guy movie. who's buying... Yeah, buying the story. Yeah. Oh, that would make sense then, too, because he's the writer and director. Jesus, uh-huh. So he stole movie. it. Fuck this movie.
1: Well, he's from Belgium, so maybe it's lost in translation. Yeah. Maybe that's why the acting was so bad. He couldn't tell yeah
0: um but yeah that was that was uh, executioners,
1: so are you gonna send me a picture of this next one?
0: yeah, the next movie is um the movie I'm picking uh whoops, don't send it to my parents, they'd be very confused. <laughs> like, what, why, like why? when <laughs> Laura texted Jake, they're watching
1: <laughs> what oh the movie, oh. <laughs> just looking around in the park where the hell who's watching
0: I took way too many pictures of my cats recently alright too attached Um, there we go alright so I'm sending you an image of the poster art and where to find the movie so um, a movie I wanted to see uh, popped up on just watch and I was like alright cool I want to watch this but I'm like I don't want to I already know what the plot is for that. So I just went to like the, you might like this movie until I Mm -hmm. found one that I was like, the rating is decent and it's something that I've never heard of. So, um, the one I sent is called the wretched. Did you get the image over? I didn't get
1: it yet, but I'll just go on type and just watch them.
0: Yeah. It's, uh, the wretched W R E T C H E D. And the cover shows a girl uh who is kind of like she looks naked, but she's like all kind of sitting down like curled up with a deer mask in front of her face or a deer head skull in front of her face and here it comes, and she's like kind of sitting in the woods,
1: oh jeez,
0: yeah <laughs> she's sitting in the ground of the woods still smoking stuff and dark um and the 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 line underneath the 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 what is it called subject line no the catchphrase, whatever it says, something wicked wants inside. So it's on Hulu. And it came out this year. So that could be a good thing. If it's a recent movie,
1: I mean, it's IFC film. So this is the people that did the
0: Uh, IFC midnight. Yeah. Yeah. The wind. They did. uh, I was going to say,
1: didn't they do that one? Eight movies to die for or whatever.
0: No, that's someone else. That's someone else. No, okay. uh, they did like the remake of Maniac, and mm-hmm. um, uh, with with Elijah Wood, and they like they did the one that we did later called The Wind. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched quite a few IFC Midnight movies on this podcast. Actually, I think one is called Haunted. I think with Abigail Breslin, that might not be her name. And
1: mm-hmm. then another one. With, okay, like, but anyway, yeah. So this girl's sitting here with. She looks naked with yeah. this skull.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm guessing But her that, also
0: it looks like her skin is cracking in the sense yeah. like a desert or like an old painting.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm guessing that this is gonna be one of those movies where she is the mother of the Antichrist. Okay. So the devil the devil wants to get his seed inside her it says okay. something wicked wants inside all
0: right
1: and all right. i don't know it looks like a deer head but yeah uh, not oh that's what i'm going with i'm going with that there's some kind of demon that wants her to birth another demon
0: um so it's probably
1: it... some kind of witchcraft or something because i see like this triangle
0: yeah that almost in like, the woods yeah the triangle that goes around part of the logo and it kind of distorts some of the letters
1: like a mirror
0: yeah um it's almost like clearer and darker but um and then of course on uh, on the uh, just watch app it has like one sh- like one screenshot picture yeah of her and wearing it, the, it shows a woman uh, wearing a man, like wearing a deer skull and like in a building <laughs> that's all <we> got <laughs> Yeah, it looks like it's the rafters
1: or something. Yeah. So it looks like some kind of cabin in the yeah. woods.
0: That's that's gonna be my theory. Is my theory is these people, um, this couple or a family, move into a cabin in the woods, and there's an evil spirit in the woods, that possesses one of them, and they have to do like, and they're like, and that girl possesses is possessed, like sacrifices her family to appease the god of the woods. So that's my theory. <laughs> Hopefully, it's something similar to that or better. Yeah, I'm hoping, but, but that's yeah, that's that's our preview for the Wretched. The Wretched. Uh, so, if you want to follow along at home, ho- uh, I don't think this will be out by the time you watch it, but or listen to this episode. <laughs> I can't talk. <laughs> this quarantine, boy oh boy, talking to people is very hard.
1: So, okay, I know I'm getting ahead of myself, but you watched, um, like, uh, The Invisible Man. Yeah. And I was like, which version did you watch? Did you watch one from 1933 or the one from 2020? Holy crap, that came out this year.
0: Yeah. I know I watched it this year, but, like, it came out this year. I think it was supposed to come out, like, in March-ish, maybe. I think it was one of those. It did it? come
1: out in theaters. It was in theaters before the shutdown. Okay.
0: Like it's it was like, the week before the
1: shutdown. Yeah, that's still March. Right, but still, that's how long ago it feels. Yeah, it feels like over a year. Yeah, I'm like, no way, that came out this year. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. From like March to t- to today, it's like the longest ever. Yeah. Okay, so. That's our normal podcast stuff. Now we're going to get into the 31 Days of Horror Challenge.
0: Boogie, boogie, so boogie. So each
1: day had a theme, and then I picked a movie and watched it in that theme. Some, a lot of these Scott's already seen. The other yeah. ones he hasn't seen, he watched it for this podcast as well.
0: Yeah. So and we'll just some of the ones that Jason watched, well, I also watched just for funsies. Yeah.
1: So we'll go through the dates. So, like, the first, October 1st, uh, the theme was slasher. So we picked a slasher film. Um, I ended up going with the Hatchet movies because I only saw the first one. Yeah. So I ended up watching Hatchet 2. And then after that, I'm like, well, I might as well round out the trilogy because uh, the first Hatchet, like, it ends, and then the second movie picks up with that continues and then the second movie ends and then the third movie the last chunk of the second movie is the beginning of the third movie so it's almost like one giant movie oh wow yeah so it's like it's kind of cool to have this giant continuity well kind of uh because the girl changes the actress from the first movie to the second movie uh-huh. <laughs> but she's the same in the third one um and I don't know. It's kind of cool. Cause it's like an homage to all those slasher films back in the day of like Jason and Halloween and, uh, Freddie and stuff. Um, I like how I said Halloween instead of Michael. Um, <laughs> so this, so hatchet one, I watched in October of 2017. Um, the second movie, uh, so the first movie they went and there was like, the the tour, the boat tour thing that gets capsized and like Victor Crowley kills them all, but the one girl survives and then uh she finds out that her uncle and her brother or is it her uncle and cousin maybe?
0: I don't remember.
1: It was her uncle for sure. Um they were out fishing and or something no, they're killing Gators, I think. Oh my god, I don't even remember anymore. (laughs) But they end up not coming back, so she wants to go and rescue, or at least retrieve.
0: Yeah, I think they were hunting gators. That does sound right. I think they were hunting gators. That does sound right.
1: So she wants to go to this swampland area to retrieve her uh, her family and stuff, and. They're like, no one's allowed in there because Victor Crowley kills people, and blah, blah, blah. And like, that's just an urban legend. Um, but they end up convincing a lot of people. They're like, we're going to go and hunt down Victor Crowley. This is the one where they had the little meeting and stuff, right? Yeah. To this hunt is, him
0: down. This is where Father, was it Father Voodoo? What was his name?
1: Yeah, something like that. Dr. Voodoo or. Dr. Voodoo. Or. Um,
0: father Voodoo. Candyman. Uh, yeah. But yeah, Candyman. He, because. He he's one that like did the the boat tours and obviously his boat is out there so he's like I want my boat back because those are expensive,
1: mm-hmm. and so he
0: basically contacts all these people saying Hey, if you help me take down Victor Crowley, you'll get five hundred dollars. It was uh, like
1: two thousand, I think.
0: Well, he said five hundred dollars for finding the for like bringing the boat back, but oh. two thousand for like killing Victor Crowley, and everyone's like, we do That's not real. That'll be easy money.
1: mm Hmm. Yeah, so they get this giant group out there to go get the boat and Victor Crowley. And, of course, uh, a lot of people die. Um, <clears throat> I thought it was a fun movie. It's – I don't know. It was, like, a fairly good plot. And, like I said, it's kind of cool watching all three of them connect together like this. Um, a very good trilogy arc. where The second one is, like, trying to retrieve
0: well- – the the thing I like about these movies is, um, I like, slasher movies are fun, but only if you find out more about characters as they go. Mm-hmm. Like, I like finding out the lore and the the story of, like, mm-hmm. because the first one, you're like, oh yeah, yeah, this is how Victor Crowley is the way he is. Then the the second one, they went more deep into, like, the fam. into Victor Crowley, yeah, and then uh, and and I think I'm pretty sure Kane Hodder.
1: Yeah, he plays the father, he but he's the also father.
0: the guy who plays Victor Crowley in the present day. And he's the guy who played Jason Voorhees, I think, in movies like the per- six the... through ten.
1: Yeah, I was gonna. Oh, he did do
0: those. I didn't know he'd be transferred from one company to the other. I I know I know he I know he did. I thought I could have swore he did six, seven, and eight. But I know for sure he did 9 and 10, because he was even a guard in number 9. But it was just Kane Hodder, like, without the makeup on. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure he did most of the Voorhees, but I could be wrong. Yeah, I know he did Jason Goes to Hell for sure. Yeah.
1: That's all I knew for certain. I just don't know when they switched, because... Want... He's mostly under the mask, so you can't really tell.
0: Yeah, I want to say, I know for sure it was after f- he was six, because they kind of uh, start, they kind of have a little weird change in the middle of It them.
1: doesn't look like six. No? I'm looking, at, I'm looking at my box set, because they do the commentary with the actors and stuff. Oh. So it looks like he starts with Manhattan.
0: Oh, really? Wait. Well. Where's Seven. Uh-oh. Thanks for, thanks for auto-correcting. Um, I said Kane. He's like, you? do you mean... Yeah, man? so he did seven.
1: I don't know if he did six.
0: <clears throat> okay. Someone can correct us. I'm looking on IMDB right now. <laughs> He's only been in 85,000 things.
1: Right. He's not listed on the... All right. Well, good for him, then. On Jason Lives. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, and Jason Fravers, Jason, I'm pretty sure he did those, too.
1: Yeah. but Yeah, anyways. I thought he just did the the New Nine Cinema ones, but I guess he did do Takes Manhattan. But anyway, yeah, they do have a lot of cameo actors from different horror movies and stuff that are in this, like we said, Candyman
0: And the girl and the main girl is from halloween the early halloween movies
1: yeah it's the psychic girl yeah because uh, she wasn't the girl that was in the first movie i don't remember she was from some other movie though she was in f- f-
0: uh four and five yeah yeah
1: yeah the one that's in uh hatchet two is from four and oh, five. Oh, sorry yes yes the yes, actress sorry. changed from the first movie to the second movie gotcha yep um, I want to say that the first movie she was probably from a Halloween or something.
0: But but it, yeah, but anyways, I like I like finding out all the backstory on this shit about, uh, about you know, just...
1: Are you, ta- are you talking about like the characters that end up getting killed anyway? No,
0: no, no, Are talking no, I mean, about like,
1: just the, uh, the villain character? The villain, like
0: just finding out more about their backstory and like, the lore and stuff. Like uh, kind of <laughs> jumping back to Friday 13th, I know I was... All over the place, like finding out their
1: exact lore changed a lot as the series went. Yeah,
0: and 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 unfortunately, Halloween they didn't do too much until like later on when they started giving them weird names and stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I I I like learning because there's some slashers. It's just like, here's a slasher. What's different? It's another one. The deaths are different. Like, but I want to know. There's got to be a more to a reason to giving them a story. Like, you can't just toss them in a story and go. Fuck it. Here you go. Here's another movie that doesn't give you anything extra. So yeah,
1: yeah. Well, so this one was interesting because it's like the first one they find out that oh god, Victor Crowley's real, and then the second one they're like, we got to stop Victor Crowley. Yeah. And it's just a bunch of townsfolk trying to take him out. Yeah. Um, and then the third one, I'm gonna jump ahead. Uh, That's like the uh, the FBI and the SWAT team and stuff come to the lake to take him out. <laughs> <laughs> because okay. they didn't stop him in the second one, so they got like the bigger guns. So there's like a guy with a rocket launcher and shit. Um and then like the sheriff's deputy who's the guy from Gremlins, the uh, Billy oh, okay. character. He's the sheriff.
0: Or he's for his name. It has Scott in it too.
1: Yeah. So like <laughs> they also throw a lot more because they had what was it, the guy's um I'm Mir- um, Mears. Jason Mears. De- Derek, Derek yeah. Mears. Sorry. Derek Mears. He's in it. He's like the the head of the SWAT team and stuff. Um, so it's kind of cool that they get like all these like classic horror people to come in and do it. Sorry, um, Zach,
0: Zach Gall- Galligan. I don't know why he's... Yes, Zach Galligan. I don't Zach know if I thought his name was Scott. I'm dumb. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yeah, I enjoyed it. It was a nice little... Trilogy,
0: yeah. Uh, trying what, to figure out. I said, "What did you? Uh, what did you give Hatchet to?" I gave both of them a seven. Okay, I gave it a six and a half. I think I gave the first one a six. Um, oh yeah, the lady.
1: There's like this lady that comes in that's trying to write an article about it because no one believes that Victor Crowley's real, so she wants to interview these people who saw it. Uh-huh. She was in uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2.
0: Okay. Was she and the uh, DJ? ten
1: minutes to, ten minutes to midnight, and another movie called Greenlight, like all horror movies. Uh, she played. Stretch. Yep, she's the DJ. Yeah, so she was in the Hatchet Three. Yeah, she's like the. So main they got like a lot, lot of little cameo stuff. It's kind of cool.
0: Yeah. Um. In my slasher movie, I watched Friday Thirteenth Part Four. Which mm-hmm. I'm gonna wait till next month because Jason is watching in November box he's set. watching the the Friday thirteenth box set. So I don't wanna get confusing and be like, here's number four, and this is the plot, and then and then you're going through like one through three and just go, and then number five, and then yeah. So
1: Yeah, Derek Mears is
0: uh the Jason in the remake. Yeah. Alright. He was a yeah. swamp thing. And then day two of the killer. Movie challenge was Killer Children.
1: Killer Children. Which, uh, we both watched movies. Well, I watched, uh, Children of the Corn. Yes. Which you've watched before in June 2016. 2014. 14? I thought you said 16. Did I say 16? I wrote down
0: 16. I wrote down 14. I can take a look.
1: (laughs) Okay. But anyway, Children of the Corn, I've never seen it or read the book or anything so uh, i'm like i'll watch that one it's for killer children it was okay
0: um it wasn't as good as
1: i i'm done sorry it wasn't as good as i thought it was gonna be like the children of the corn movie um it's basically the one guy is like trying to get all the kids (laughs) kill the parents and stuff um take over the town um, what was the kid's name? Malachi. Malachi. Such a freaking biblical name that you never hear.
0: Yeah. And then you hear it everywhere because of this movie.
1: Yep. That's right. Linda Hamilton was in this. Linda Hamilton.
0: And for some reason, I always think it's um, fucking Kurt Russell as the main character.
1: <laughs> I know. He is a very Kurt Russell type character. Peter <laughs>
0: yeah.
1: um, Peter Horton. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. If you want to know more about this movie, Scott described it in June of 2016. Yeah, 2016. Um, I thought it was okay. I gave it a six.
0: All right, I gave it a six and a half. It's it's good, but then uh, unfortunately, of course, reading the short story it's based off of, it's the short story is so much better, and like it's very yeah. like it's very like they get most of the stuff down, but some of the points that like they point out more in detail in this sto- short story are what intrigues me mm-hmm. and um, also the ending is very different in the short story but it's and weird I because... guess I
1: just kept thinking of the Twilight Zone episode that was Twilight Zone right where the one kid was like commanding people with his mind yeah, yeah so that's what I kept thinking of and then I'm like oh no it's just he's just persuasive yeah <laughs> In this one, so um, I don't know. I was a little disappointed by it, but
0: yeah. And then I watched uh, for my killer children. Oh, and you said you give us, yeah, I gave it a six and a half. Yeah, six. Um, uh, my killer children, I watched Who Can Kill a Child, which I already watched way back in um, uh-oh, October 2016. So that was fun.
1: I didn't see that movie. You didn't?
0: I thought mm-hmm. I watched it with you.
1: Yeah, it's not on my list.
0: Huh. Okay.
1: I'm like, I don't think I remember seeing it. I remember you watching it, but yeah. I don't remember seeing it. Okay. Um, so then uh, the, for the challenge, the third day was a movie with a great musical score. Yeah. So I rewatched It Follows. Which is fantastic. Which I watched in October of 2015. Oh, God. And even watching it a second time, oh, my God, I still love this freaking movie it's so good it's it has like if i'm watching a scary movie this movie pinpoints all the things that freak me out like what would scare you if this happened and then it happened (laughs) like this movie has those scenes where it's like someone's just coming at you and no one else even realizes it and it's just you yeah and they're just heading straight towards you like that's creepy.
0: Yeah.
1: Or the guy that ducks into the door as he comes in the room. That I think is the scariest part of the whole movie for yeah. me. Oh, so good. I watched I, it. I don't know. It's shot beautifully. The music is amazing. Like, uh, oh.
0: yeah, I, I watched that in uh, April of 2015. Cause yeah. Cause saw... you, didn't you see that in the theater. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And good. then I ended up watching it after the fact. Um, yeah, I gave It Follows a 9.
0: I think I gave it... An, I forgot already. I That's eight. what
1: I gave it back then, but I probably would still give it that today.
0: Uh, I gave it an 8. An 8.
1: So which <laughs> musical score did you pick?
0: I watched, obviously... Uh, I love Italian giallo films because their mm. scores are... St- right. I don't know what it is about them, but like, the, their music is so fucking good. Um. So I watched Suspiria, the original version, because... Uh, Kristen watched I made her watch the remake and she hated it Um, So, and I didn't like it either but we watched the original version which I watched way back in September of 2016 Uh, Suspiria I gave it an 8.5 because man those goblin soundtracks are fucking awesome
1: (laughs) (laughs) so for the fourth movie
0: yeah the fourth day was black uh, and white
1: yeah black and white film which I chose The Blob but I was really mad because it was the colorized version. Oh, I wow. wanted to watch it in black and white. Um yeah. <laughs> I was colorized I'm like oh, I'm not changing it now it's too late. Yeah. So I ended up watching The Blob cuz I've never seen it before. And I don't know it was I thought it was really good. Um mm-hmm. was Steve McQueen uh, is the actor the main actor in this. Um and uh yeah. So this meteor crashes on earth and there's like gunk inside of this rock and it like gets stuck to this guy's hand. So they take him to like the doctor's office to try to get it off. And then it just like eats him and like starts growing and it just starts killing people. Um, and while this is all happening, they're trying to figure out ways to kill it because they can't shoot it or, you know, stab it or anything because it just globs onto stuff. Um, I watched the, the, the Blob, Yeah, like I said, from 1958. Um, it didn't get nearly as big as I thought it was going to, yeah. but maybe that's like the remakes. Yeah the, um, yeah, the
0: one from the 80s, I watched that one, mm-hmm. and that thing like flows down the street. And yeah, that. it never
1: it's... got that big. Like, And this one, I'm pretty sure it didn't even get bigger than a person. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Um. But, yeah, it's just, like, one of those things, once it sticks to something, it just won't let go,
0: and it just, oh, I don't know. It was kind of cool. Um, I, I read the book, like, back, Tony posted this, like, a month ago on Facebook, but um, there are these, like, these old horror books. They're, like, orange bindings, but then they had, like, mm-hmm. just pictures from all these horror, old horror movies, and uh, and then they kind of just give, like, like, a very short description of what was happening in these scenes and i remember reading that one because i remember how it ends <laughs> and i remember what the weakness was and some of that but um
1: see i don't know like i kind of want to say how it ends
0: yeah but it's it's terrifying because the way it ends is like this is why climate change is important yep exactly <laughs> i was thinking that i'm like we
1: are screwed at this based on a true story yeah uh the south pole antarctica is breaking apart yeah. and it's melting um. Yeah, so I gave uh, The Blob a six and a half Okay Like I said, I was a little disappointed that it was colorized But it was, it's always interesting When they colorize films Because you're like Did they know what color these things were? Or are they just going for bright colors because hey, it's color Yeah Because everyone's cars are so
0: bright <laughs> Like
1: Did he really pick a car that color? Or did they just like want to make the car that color? <laughs>
0: All right, my cat is eating my list.
1: So, yeah, I gave The Blob from 1958
0: to six and a half. All right. I watched uh, The Invisible Man from 1933. Huh? 33. 33. Damn, I was going to get 36. Um, But you watched that already.
1: Yeah, in May of 2015. Yeah. Um, Yeah, That was part of my uh, Universal Monsters collection.
0: Yeah. Cat. I hope the, micro- uh, the microphone's probably picking up your purring, so... I don't hear the purring. Well, yeah, but the actual microphone is oh. better at picking up stuff. So, i apologize. There. I apologize for people that uh, don't like cats. Um, but, uh, yeah, The Invisible Man, I liked it. Uh, I thought it was mm-hmm. really cool, like, for a movie that's almost 90 years old yeah jesus christ the special effects they used in that movie were fantastic like uh-huh. I, I i really wonder how they did some of that stuff like when he's taking his clothes off and there's nothing there and then like <laughs> they'd move shit across the, the place and like the footprints and all that stuff i'm like damn they really like some movies that were made 10 years ago or 20 years ago don't look that good
1: right yeah i remember watching this movie and liking it a lot yeah. Uh, back in 2015
0: and man um, was that guy a dick <laughs> <laughs> yep. like i he, other than, i mean aside from the point of like him murdering people but like he was just a pompous asshole too <laughs> but um i enjoyed it i gave it a 7 i also gave it a 7 on yeah. that podcast i'm i'm excited to see the Invisible Woman and, like, Invisible Secret Agent or whatever the fuck the other sequels are because they have the, the legacy yeah. box sets. Yeah, my
1: classic monsters didn't have the other ones. The box that I got only had the original. I'm sure the sequels aren't nearly as good as the original. Oh, Because that's not. usually how it works.
0: Because even bright uh, Frankenstein isn't even that amazing compared to the original.
1: But it's still really good. Yeah, yeah. It's one of those few sequels that lives close to the original.
0: But it's so weird with the fucking little people in the jars. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, the next movie we watched was High School slash College Horror. It was was yes. day five. Day five of the challenge. Um, I watched a movie that I have been mean to watch for a while because it's such a classic. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, Prom Night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and uh because they made like they made numerous sequels, which I know the second one is just batshit insane. Um but uh and they even made a remake of this movie. Yeah. But uh Prime Night, um it starts with a couple kids like playing in this old abandoned building. Like they're playing a game called Take like Murderer <laughs> where it's almost like tag, but then like they all like chase down these kids um, Jesus, the old chase down like whoever the murderer is tries to like tag everyone, and then uh, one of the kids ends up falling out with a bit <laughs> cat
1: Maynard, make up your mind,
0: yeah. Find out <clears throat> where you want to lay down, just lay down. Um, but uh, one of the kids ends up falling out the building, like of out, out the window, and and dying, and then uh, all the kids are like, oh, shit well, that kid's dead don't bite me <laughs> uh and then flash forward to like when they're in high school and it's prom night and um someone is going around just killing all the other kids that were there so like the the one i think the girl died yeah like a girl died and then like all the kids that were involved with that game like are slowly getting killed off and it's nothing too spectacular of a movie. Don't bite the cords. Nothing too spectacular of a movie. Jesus Christ. Go over there. Um, <laughs> he's back. Uh, but it's... I mean, it's alright for a, a, a normal slasher, but I, I'll watch the other ones just to see what where it goes, but I know the second one is... It's, it's honestly just a normal slasher movie because mm-hmm. by the time you find out who the killer is, you're like, okay, that makes sense. Mhm. Uh but the second one like one of the girls like I guess the second movie a girl is like possessed by some some spirit and she has telekinesis and stuff and it's all fucking nuts crazy. But this one's just very generic. Um it was okay. Uh I gave it a 6. So
1: the the high school movie I watched was Slaughter High which you watched in july of
0: 2017 yeah. um <clears throat> yeah uh and it's kind of interesting you didn't want to use this for your uh movie the best Score. right
1: I was like what is going on with this music like the entire time like at the beginning you're like okay this is weird and then they use it throughout the whole movie like this is our uh like this is you know Halloween michael myers game. and <laughs> yeah <laughs> jason Voorhees music um it's weird because like basically this movie is an april fool's prank that goes wrong yeah and uh and then the basically this is also one of those slasher films where you're like yeah I, I know who is doing it um but it was entertaining um like, I just, these guys are really freaking dumb if they're not like, oh, we're going to this family, uh, this high school reunion and no one else is here. Let's break into the school. Yeah. Like, what? Why? <laughs> like, they kind of deserve some of this stuff. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like you said, Scott, watch this before you can get the bigger update in that the July of 2017 podcast. Um, but I gave it a six and a half.
0: Oh, okay. It was it wasn't anything like spectacular, but (laughs) it was entertaining. God damn it, my pen's gone. The cat just took it. Um, I gave it a five when I watched it, but it was just it, like it was like it's five isn't it's not a good movie, but it's so ridiculous that I should give it more than a five. It's one of those that's like a shitty movie that's entertaining to watch. Like the characters make no sense like is that the one where the girl's like oh something got on me I'm gonna just take a bath and there's like a bathtub in the middle of a room or am I thinking something else I don't remember if that was it or not maybe the bed part happened yeah yeah because I think like yeah the bed and then I don't remember exactly it's been years it's been four years
1: it's been it was
0: ridiculous three years yeah Um, so
1: October 6th Okay. The theme was anthology. Yes. Which I was going to watch Creep Show, but it wasn't on any of the streaming services, which shocks me. Because if they have the Creep Show TV show, why wouldn't they have the movie? Yeah,
0: I have, and the thing is, I have like two copies of that movie, <laughs> so I could have bought. It. But
1: I thought it was on a streaming. I thought I saw it on a streaming service, so that's why I was going to do it. And Then I'm like, oh, I guess I'll watch something else. So I ended up watching Body Bags.
0: Um, okay. So. I saw that like showing up on a lot of things have mm-hmm. you seen this movie before it felt
1: familiar but I don't remember like a lot of it but yeah. it felt
0: familiar I because uh, Kristen was like because one of uh, her friends on Facebook was like talking about this movie how how great it is so we like we just went to bed and like tossed it on and I was like I saw this movie like 25 years ago.
1: I and, might have, because, like, some of the stuff seemed familiar, like
0: the balding guy. Yeah. But I
1: don't remember Mark Hamill
0: baseball stuff. Yeah, I barely remember that. I don't remember that much too much. I remember mostly the uh, gas station one. The gas station scene? Yeah. Yeah. Which, like, which, when I was watching
1: it, I didn't think I did. But then as it was ending, I was like, I think I've seen this.
0: Yeah. Um, It was uh, – I remember – this is going to – people on the podcast might not care but um remember when we went out west and i think it was out west and uh we were like at this, some like park at this some sort of um campsite we we're playing in a pool and these kids we were talking to around our age we we're talking about tales in the crypt and some like of that mm-hmm. and they started explaining these stories like this isn't sound like episode of tales in the crypt that i saw but they're talking about this movie <laughs> and then it came on TV like on Fox or like ABC or something, but it was like the edited version. Yeah, and I remember we taped it and I watched it then, like taped off of like edited TV. But I remember we were gonna watch it with your old friend Tony. Uh huh. And I remember like I remember the three of us watched it way back in like 96 or something.
1: Okay, yeah,
0: it came we're, out in 93, so that could be. Because I remember, I remember we talking or ninety five maybe ish. Because I remember talking to those kids uh, at the at that campsite, and then we watched it like a year later. Like that's what the kids were talking about. This one with the hair, and then like some like of that. So, because that that was ninety four, so that would have made sense when we were camping. So, it all like it all came together for me that night. I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> yeah. So,
1: Body Bags has three stories. One of them is about. This lady who's working at a gas station And there's a serial killer on the Lewis Played by Robert Carradine. And then the second And then the second movie is this guy Who's balding and he wants hair But Robert, Robert, Robert hair is hair
0: But Robert Carradine is the guy From Revenge huh. of the Nerds Yeah That was the guy who was in the first one It's just Right who, Yeah there...
1: he was he was there when she showed up Yeah
0: yeah. Anyway, sorry. And then the, the... The second
1: one... Yeah, and the second one is this bald guy wanted hair, and then there's this baseball player who lost his eyeball. Um, and those like the three short films. But yeah, it was Mark Hamill in the third one. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to remember. Was that creep show with the the TV show I'm talking about, where it had the worms that had the weight loss worms? Yes. Yeah. Okay. This, that's what this reminded me of, even though, obviously, that one came out after. Yeah. Um, it reminded me a bit of that, because, like, the hair, all of a sudden, it's like, oh, these little worms. Yeah, little snake um, things. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I didn't realize that John Carpenter was the mortician guy. Yeah. I'm like, who is this guy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of other, like, um, guest stars, too. I think... um Uh i can't remember who else was in i want to say maybe Wes craven was in a small small part of it I could i could be very wrong yeah but yeah i think um each part of the each story was uh oh was a different different person what
1: it says that there was more than one morgue worker yeah Okay, because is Tom Arnold. Well, they're the ones that came in at the very, very end. Oh, okay, at the very end. That's right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and, and yeah, Mark work worker Toby Hooper, the guy who directed um, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre.
1: Wes Craven was the pasty, pasty-faced man at the
0: gas station. Yes,
1: yep. And then Sam Raimi was the guy that was Bill his, that was in the a... picture frame. Uh-huh.
0: Yeah, a lot <laughs> That's of... That's uh... funny. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, cause I think they all like each person, yeah, John Carpenter, uh, directed it, Toby Hooper, and Larry Sulkis.
1: Yeah, cause they're three short by yeah. three different people. Who did, oh, yeah. But I enjoyed it, um, I thought it was entertaining. I gave Body Bags an eight. Oh, wow. Um, yeah,
0: I was,
1: in, I was entertained the entire time.
0: I gave it. Uh, I wasn't. Did <laughs> <laughs> you was, remember
1: watching it before?
0: I I don't know. It was for for being a show because it was a Showtime TV movie. Oh, was it? Yeah, it was made for Showtime. Okay. Because um, it says it's on t- they were trying
1: to compete with Tales from
0: the Crypt. Probably, I'm guessing. Yeah, because that was like almost the height of Tales from the Crypt was 93. 93. Mm-hmm. but um, but it felt other than like the boobs and stuff like that, it felt very much like it was PG almost, which is mm-hmm. really weird, but, uh, I gave body bags a five and a half. Um, my anthology that I watched was toast from the hood, which I had never seen before. See, I
1: saw this in college. <coughs> I don't remember much of it anymore.
0: Um, yeah, uh Kristen had seen it already too and she was excited to watch it. So I watched it for the first time. Um but Tales from the Hood is um it's very much like a anthology movie where uh these guys come up, uh they I think they go to Rob uh uh I think they're going to Rob. Um what is the house called? The funeral home. Funeral home <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, I think it has a or actual like real name though. Whatever.
1: Mortuary.
0: Sure, but then uh, the dude inside is like, "Hey, uh, come check out these bodies." And then he goes to, like to each body and kind of points out like and tells the story of what each person had gone through. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm. I'm only re- mainly remembering one of the stories. Actually, I remember two of the stories, but um, I'm I'm looking it up because uh, one of them was this guy was buying this plantation house, and that was probably my favorite one. Like he was buying this white guy was buying this plantation house, and obviously it tells from the hood. Not to uh, uh, gloss over this, but it's it's basically ninety nine percent people that are like all black actors and and stuff right. like that, and. Um, and, like, black director and writer and some of that, um, but this white guy who is running for some sort of political office, like, he buys this plantation house, and everyone's like, fuck you, you're a piece of shit, plantation houses are awful, because all the shit that happened to the slaves there and stuff, he's like, no, 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 he's like, I'll take care of it, I'll do it right, and stuff, but then all these, like, little, like, fucking dolls slowly attack them, and they're the creepiest goddamn-looking dolls ever, um... But, uh, that one was really cool. Um, I can't remember what some of the. Uh... I can't it remember.
1: Says the first one was called Rogue Cop.
0: Uh oh Revelation. yeah, that one was pretty good. Yeah, like it's these um, these white cops like beat the shit of this black guy, and uh, and the black cop is like, I I gotta tell the 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 force about this. Like, no, you can't tell anyone. And then, it's like a whole revenge thing. Mm-hmm. That one was pretty. That was a good story. Um, the
1: second one is called "Boys Do Get Bruised." Um, I don't remember that. New one. New boy at the school shows up on the first day with a bunch of bruises on his arm. Oh yeah, Teacher the monster. to get concerned. Bruises from the monster that lives in his house.
0: That's right. That that one was pretty cool. Um, yeah, it's it's. I I don't want to tell more about the story, but. That one's that one. That one is really good. And I remember the uh, oh,
1: the third one is the dolls with the
0: KKK. Yeah, and then also there's a story about a guy, um, like a, a black guy who concert. gets arrested for like being a gang member or something, and then they try to whitewash him, kind of the
1: like Clockwork Orange,
0: kind of like like basically saying yeah, black people are awful, um, and like uh, also there's stuff like that to kind of like. I don't know, I don't remember the whole premise of that because I was, like, very confused. Um, but, yeah. Oh, that one I didn't care for too much. But, um... Yeah, he he undergoes a horrific behavioral modification program overseen by a government employee scientist. Um, but, yeah. Overall, that was... Tales from the Hood was pretty good. I liked it a lot. Um... I'm nervous because I kind of want to check out the other ones, but I know mm-hmm. they might not be as good because right, <laughs> that's how it works. That's how sequels work. Yeah, this one got a, an IMDb got a six point four. The second one gets a four point four, and the third one gets a four point seven. Yeah, might not be the best idea, right? To scope those out, but no. I, overall, it was, it was a really good movie. I liked it. I gave it a. Shit, would I get a seven and a half?
1: It sounds about right. <laughs> okay, so then uh, October seventh was Latin X. Yeah, is that what it's Latin X? Yep, Latin film. I n- didn't never heard that phrase before
0: until it's. It, it's. I could be wrong, but I think it's like all encompassing, not just saying like oh this person's mexican or this person's from spain like like it's just like if you if you, if you say like latin latin american it's usually like mm-hmm. south america or whatever but like also it could be like a spanish latin X is like kind of the whole mm-hmm. at least that's what how i understand it so i hope i'm not wrong and racist and be like it's anyone that is that it's speaks not spanish racist, it's just uh, you don't know i'm ignorant ignorant that's it but still right <laughs> not not wanting to learn uh the correct terminology could be a form of racism (laughs) because you're like that doesn't matter to me (laughs) so for that one
1: i watched uh la la lorna i'm not gonna try to i don't know
0: if that's the double l in spanish sounds sounds kind of like a y la Lorna. la la lorna la lorna so that i can't yeah i'm not yeah
1: so that's the one i watched um it came out this year. It said, I don't, um, it was a Shutter original, it said. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I started watching this, I thought of Curse of La Lorna yeah. when I was from the um, Prestige, not Prestige. Conjuring. Conjuring movies. Um, and I'm like, oh, I'm kind of glad it's not that then. <laughs> but this was a weird movie. Um, going in, I did not know the story of Uh lola lorna and this is basically aimed at people who knew the story already
0: oh okay
1: because this isn't that story oh this is uh a different story but it kind of has aspects of the original
0: okay um
1: so anyway you follow this family because this movie takes place in guatemala um and you it's like this family in this big house they got like you know, maids and all that stuff, helping them. Um, but the father in the house is, uh, accused of like, it's one of those slow reveals. Like you're like, okay, what well, something's go- like, people are acting really weird and stuff like that. And this guy's got this giant house and he seems important, but people are hating him. Um, uh-huh. uh, and then it cuts to like this courtroom and you find out that he was like a general, uh, from Guatemala. And he's on trial for uh, killing a bunch of people through genocide. Um, Okay. And then he's found guilty. Hmm. So then he's like under house arrest um, and there's like mobs of people outside and like all of his coworkers, like all his maids and house, like the housemaids and stuff like that, they all quit. So they're like, oh shit, we got no one else, no one to help us in this house. Um, And like the daughter, she doesn't, want anything to do with her father, but she's stuck there and she doesn't like her dad and her mom's getting mad. She's like, he's your father. You should care for him. Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And her daughter uh, doesn't understand what's going on, which is understandable. Um, and then during all this craziness and stuff, there's this one lady that knocks on the door and says, I'm here for the, 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 maid job. And they're like, okay. So they let her start working, but then like weird shit starts happening. Like, you hear, like, screaming and, like, weird shits happening. Like, people, like, look, like, she's just wandering the house at night and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And uh, he, like, the dad is just a dick. Um, <laughs> and people, like, hate him, but he was the leader and, you know, so he's important and stuff. It was a very interesting movie. Um, After I got done watching it, I had to look up what the the story of La Lorna is. Yeah. Uh, because I'm like, this is not what I thought it was. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So it's like playing on that original story, but it's not that story. Okay. Um, cause the, I think the original story was something like a mother had two children that drown. Yeah. she And she, she's crying cause her children are dead and then like draws people in
0: and stuff like that. Yeah. And she causes them to, kill their children by drowning Mm -hmm. yeah yeah
1: this this is not that movie
0: (laughs) i am trying to find it because i watched a movie like on one of my collections and it was one of those that that the movie was so freaking bad it was like very it was very um independent Mm -hmm. and the acting was awful and everything but it was basically a guy like Investigating basically like the, the, that kind of incident where a mother drowned her kids and stuff of that, and the curse of an actual like, I'm sorry if I'm sounding mean, but I just can't pronounce it. This one had like, this one was
1: shot really well, great acting and stuff. Um, I'm guessing it's saying it's a shutter original. I'm assuming that they're just the ones who paid to bring it in the U.S. Okay. Um, cuz I don't think they actually made the movie. Um but they could be the ones that brought it into the US, but I could be wrong. Um uh, Yeah. I gave Oh yeah, I gave that movie La La Lorna. I'm saying it wrong. I know and I just keep saying it that way. Um I gave it a 7 out of 10.
0: Okay. Um mine was I watched a movie i thought i had watched the podcast already but i didn't (laughs) so um i watched the guillermo del toro movie pan's labyrinth which isn't necessarily a horror movie but it is it has horror aspects to it that's that's why i like his movies because they're not horror movies they're movies with horror aspects. movies with horror in it yeah Yeah. um you know like
1: movies have comedy in them yeah
0: (laughs) It's basically just Crimson Peak, like they said in the very beginning. It's not, it's a movie with horror in it. Um,
1: I'm sure you saw the meme that this guy, he's the guy with the hands, yeah. is Mitch McConnell. Yeah, phase.
0: yep. There's a whole table of food that he's not letting anyone eat because it's his. Uh, <laughs> but the uh, story of Pad's Labyrinth is it's a fairy tale about um, this girl who's like. Very important to the f- oh fuck. Fairy world? I don't remember exactly. But she's very important. Uh <laughs> and um but it's a story it's a story that like this girl comes along and oh boy, I can't I can't comprehend this this plot right now. But um it takes place during the Spanish Civil War. Uh this girl and her mother uh move to live with the officer or general or whatever he is, captain, some sort of ranking military official uh, in this civil He's war. Army officer. Army officer, um, and they they live with, they move there, but then the girl finds this sort of uh, door to I don't want to say another world, but um, it's almost like a mystical world where she is. What is she exactly? A, pr- a princess? She's some sort of princess. That's that's what I remember. Um, she is a
1: legendary lost princess yes. and must complete three dangerous tasks yeah. in order to
0: claim immortality. Yes. Uh, so to, to, to cross over into her world because she's a princess. Um, but a lot of the movie is dealing with the mother uh and like the, the officer the army guy <laughs> um and then like just them trying to like live their life and the girls like just going off on her own little adventures and just causing issues because that's not the way you know she should be behaving and stuff like that and but the dude is a giant dick like the officer is he's the worst Character in this movie almost pretty much, yeah. He is, he's the worst person in this movie. Um, but it's uh, it's cool because it has like that whimsical, childlike adventure, like, in and, and and like wonder. But also at the same time, it like it's so freaking real with just the violence of that human nature has and stuff. And it's such, mm-hmm. it's it's really hard to describe because even the the end of the movie, I'm like, is this ending like this or is it like this? Um, but it's it's a great movie. I, I I I like it a lot. I gave Pan's Labyrinth an eight, even though my description was just all over the place. <laughs> a lot of his movies are. I like I like him. He's so good at directing movies. <laughs> they all look so good, mm-hmm. and this is one of those. I like um, the next one, the eighth, was a Cronenberg movie. Cronenberg. Now, now I've only seen a few Cronenberg movies in my time, and I know there are a lot of them. Are like like The Fly mm-hmm. is one of his biggest ones. Um, mm-hmm. But I'm not a body horror type person and that's what he's mostly known for is like just a lot of really practical effects of like just body like body parts being f- fucked up and <laughs> all that stuff. Um, but uh you watched the same movie I watched, right? With Scanners? Scanners. All right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cause I watched it because it was on my list of movies to watch eventually <laughs> just because how, uh, mainstream cult, pop culture. That movie is.
0: Yeah. Same. I've
1: never seen it because I've already seen The Fly. Yeah. So I went with the second, probably most well-known film, of his, and Scanners. Yeah. Um.
0: I don't know what I thought of this movie. Um,
1: yeah. Like so, it. There's people. The premise, these people. Was, the premise yeah. was
0: amazing at first, but then it the, the direction <laughs> it took. I was just bored with it. <laughs> Mm mm-hmm but go ahead
1: oh uh so they have these people that can like use their mind to control people or kill them and like that aspect is kind of cool but then it became like this guy's hunting this guy film yeah where it's like okay these both both these people have great power And one of them's using him for good. One's using it for evil. We must stop the guy who's using it for evil type movie. Yeah. And, like, the beginning of the movie when you're, like, finding out about what a scanner is and stuff. Yeah. Like, okay, this is interesting. I like, you know, I'm liking this. But then once it just became, okay, now that you have the power, you have to train and take this guy out. And I'm like, oh. Yeah. Wasn't a fan of that.
0: Like, I like... if it wasn't for the main character, that would have been kind of a cool story. Like, this guy's just going around killing other scanners or other people with psychic powers. I'm like, right. oh, that's creepy. Because you mm-hmm. don't know, you have it until something happens. Mm-hmm. You know, the the powers, I mean.
1: Right. So, yeah, I thought it was okay.
0: Um, yeah. I, gave,
1: I gave scanners a five and a half.
0: Yeah, I I. I mean, other than the heads exploding and stuff, that was, yeah, it's. Uh,
1: which is like at the beginning of the movie.
0: Yeah, and it happens like once like, or twice. The epic impressed. battle
1: at the end was kind of intense. But yeah. I just, <laughs> I could help but laugh because the faces they're making, like, okay, now like, imagine this isn't real, like they're acting, which they are. Yeah. And they're just making. <laughs> Yeah. Like the faces like nothing's gonna happen, but in the movie they happen, but in real life it's just them like
0: grunting and yelling at each other. Yeah, um I I wasn't a huge fan of it either, so I gave Scanners also a five and a half.
1: Oh wow, we tied that one.
0: Yeah. Um The ninth was a remake slash reboot film. Um I picked The Ring which, yeah. holy shit, I haven't watched in a long, long, long time, but right. when I did watch it, I watched it a lot, because I was watching this movie, and I was, like, reciting lines left and right, I'm like, holy shit, I remember this movie way more than I thought I did. <laughs> <laughs> but if you have been living under a rock for the last, like, 20 years that don't know what the ring is... um And if you like horror movies and you don't know what this is, I'm very confused. You don't know what a VHS is anyway. Yeah. So uh, the story of this goes is uh, there's this tape that circulates, a VHS tape that circulates that if you watch it, um, you see a whole bunch of weird shit and then a phone call on a landline happens (laughs) and uh, you you, uh, get a message saying you basically have seven days to live Um, and... So that happens to uh, a girl at the very beginning, and then um, the main character played by Naomi Naomi Watts, uh, that's her niece, and she's like a reporter. So she's like, "I'm gonna go figure figure out the what's going on." And then she ends up watching the tape, and then she herself has seven days to live. So she's trying to solve the mystery before she ends up dying. Um, very close to the original. Uh, I want to say Japanese. Is it Japanese? I could be wrong. Um, because a lot of times I go, Japanese horror movie is great. I'm like, this is Korean. This is Korean. This is Korean. Right. Like, oh shit. There's a lot of really good Korean a movies. A lot of times
1: I just say that Asian movie, which is probably not the best thing to say, but. Asian horror
0: is a genre. Right. But, um, Asian
1: extreme.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, it, it's, it's still a fun movie. Uh, it feels a little dated because it was like 2001, 2002, somewhere in there when it came out so um but no the ring if the the remake uh it's it's fun if you haven't seen it um if you really like it i would check out i would check out the original then which is yeah like the
1: uh yeah the original i don't know i feel like the american one they explain a lot more of everything that's in the tape itself it's like shows a horse oh the horse is from this this and like the original is just like this is creepy comp, comp, compilation of a bunch of creepy yeah. video images. And you don't know why. Yeah. And that's what makes it creepier.
0: Yeah. Uh, also, yeah, the ending's doesn't... a little darker than the, uh, than the yeah. original. But, um, but no, I, I gave The Ring a 7.
1: All right. I watched The Grudge with Sarah Michelle Geller. Um. I've never seen any of them, and I've never seen the remakes or the originals before. So I watched the original, or not the original, the original remake, the Sarah Michelle Gelley. I sent you a picture of the sc- the scanner
0: guy. Yeah, I see that.
1: Too. <laughs> um, and it was okay. I don't know. Maybe it just—I should have saw it when it came out. Yeah, I'm thinking that. Because 2004 was a long time ago now. Yeah. And, yeah, I was like, this is boring. Um, but anyway, so th- I'm pretty sure this one takes place in Japan.
0: Yes. Right?
1: Um, so Sarah Michelle Geller is in Japan. I don't know why she's there.
0: Yeah. But
1: I... she's house-sitting for this this family because their original housekeeper disappeared right
0: i i haven't watched this in forever
1: but anyway so like this lady that's almost she is living in this house that she can't move and she needs someone to take care of her so this house i don't want to say maid, but i don't think of i can't think of a better term housekeeper housekeeper is taking care of her and then at the beginning of the movie, something happens and she is gone. So the agency that had her there had to get a replacement for her. And Sarah Michelle Gellar was the replacement. And there's this creepy little kid that keeps showing up. And, uh, yeah, I don't really
0: know what else to say. Well, because, um, in, in, in times of like, in the, if someone dies under extreme like stress or anger right a, a spirit comes out and right. obviously the i don't i don't remember if they tell you this at the beginning or the end so I hope I'm not spoiling it but that spoiling. kid like the dude that lived there before like murdered his wife and the kid in the attic okay so then like that spirit of that that's why like you see a kid around all the time is because like mm-hmm. that's like the evil grunge spirit but then also the wife and and a cat i think because that's why the kid meows um but it's such a weird like the original version is it's it just jumps around in time kind of does i Um, was
1: getting really confused as they kept jumping through time yeah also i'm like oh this is before oh this is current i think now
0: yeah um the the time in it is very strange, but uh I feel like they it's it the movie is almost identical except for that all the ac- actors are white now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's like, like we're Palmer in Japan, and, but
1: everyone's American.
0: And uh Ted Raimi and, and uh you know, fucking Clea Duvall and and uh whatever that dude's name is from uh, Lost. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, it uh but it's it's pretty close. But then they did a lot more like jump scares in this one. Mm-hmm. But that the original was one of the scariest movies I watched in a long time when it came out because like that fucking stairs scene at the end, mm-hmm. that was like terrifying for me. <laughs> it was amazing.
1: And there's been so many movies since then. I didn't get spooked at all yeah. watching this. Like just. Just the uh, like, like dark water creeped me out more than this movie. Dark water. <laughs> there wasn't a lot of stuff that happened in that no. one either.
0: But like th- this one, though, like just I, I like I I don't like jump scares. It might have been, even... it might have been like milk like uh slower down a little bit for the American audiences. But like when she's like just you hear her on the stairs and you, you hear the noise she's making and you hear the thump 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 and you know she's there. And as soon as she like kind of looks around the corner. Like, as she's slowly coming down the stairs, you know it's there, but you can't do anything about it, is more creepy than not knowing it's there and it surprises you. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing I loved about that movie. I'll have to watch it again because I haven't watched it in probably a decade and a half. But and then, yeah.
1: Yeah, I only watched the first I have the second one here, too, but I didn't.
0: The, the American second one or the.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. I have the American one and two. I don't have. originals
0: i the there's like eight originals of the juan series (laughs) but they focus on juan the grudge because i don't know i never because it's juan the curse juan the curse 2 juan the grudge juan the grudge 2 juan black ghost juan white ghost and then they made like two more recently
1: right well it looks like they made a a new one that was supposed to come out this year. It
0: did. It came out on Netflix and I heard it was the worst
1: movie. <laughs> I heard it was
0: awful. <clears throat> like it's kind of almost like a reboot of the series, I guess.
1: But like the ring did so well. So they're like, let's try another movie. So yeah. it's the, the
0: grudge. And that's what the two thousands were though. Like the early two thousands, mm-hmm. dark water and the grudge and uh, the ring and pulse and like all these like jet, japanese korean whatever like asian horror movies that like, like these uh, these did really well over here we can translate these pretty well into america right like and not I'm sure all the time yeah i'm sure there's a bunch <laughs> others that like i we just don't know about right but
1: yeah so i gave the grudge a five okay it wasn't <clears throat> anything spectacular <laughs>
0: Um, the next one for the 10th was the first horror movie you fell in love with. Now, I tried thinking really hard. I thought about this one a lot. Right. <coughs> Excuse me. I and, did
1: too. And then I was like, I'm bad at remembering when I watched stuff when, when yeah. I was little. Um, yeah. So I ended up picking the Gremlins
0: movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean that is great. I feel bad because like I love the Gremlins movies, but mm-hmm. I didn't watch them at all during this month for anything. Yeah. But um, so you talk talk about Gremlins?
1: Okay, so I watched the first, the se- Well, we watched the first one in December of 2016. So we could talk about that one then. Yeah. Uh, which I gave a nine. Then I think I gave a nine uh, and a half. So I watched, like, the, I'm like, since I watched the first one in this podcast, I'll just watch the second one because I haven't seen the second one in forever.
0: Uh huh. Um, I watched. So, oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, I, was, so I, I watched, watched the in one. April of 2019. Okay. So I understand, like, rewatching these, like, because when I was a kid, I just thought they were fun, and you know, and now rewatching them, going. I can see how the second movie can be decisive or divisive. Yeah, because it's completely went in a different direction than the first one. Yeah, and the second one is kind of jokes a lot on the first movie, like oh, because there's the one scene where it's like don't feed them after midnight. But what if you're going across the time zone and blah 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 blah? And like they're like picking apart the movie well, in he this movie stuck in his
0: teeth, and he kind of yeah it.
1: <laughs> so it's like they're making fun of it he's like i don't know i didn't make the rules <laughs> um and then like the whole like christmas story that she says in the first one about their dad getting stuck in the chimney and then she starts going on about lincoln's birthday but then yeah. gets
0: cut off um and actually, and then... in the in the first one when she's at the bar mm-hmm. uh, one of the gremlins flashes her Mm-hmm. And then He's the dressed sec- as Abe Lincoln? No, no. He's, he just oh. flashes her like a little gremlin in a trench coat. But in this one, uh, at one point, a gremlin jumps out with a trench coat and flashes her. And she's like, kind of like, God damn it. And then she just, she doesn't say that, but she's like, kind of like, she's her head like, Are you serious? And then just kicks him in the crotch and sends him flying. I'm like, oh, I, I love how that's just a small little thing. Like, she's like, Oh, God. The first one. And the second one, she's like, I had enough of this. And just kick. <laughs> like, they did that same joke. Right. Uh But he actually had a retaliation for it
1: and then the first one like uh, Gizmo he was watching TV but the second one he like really took it the next step up mm-hmm. by dressing as Rambo and shit um, and then just the science lab where they're just like let's what would happen if we had a gremlin that was this and this yeah. and this and it's like I can't imagine what the budget was just on the production costs of creating these different gremlins yeah. Cause it's like, Oh, we got this gremlin that has vegetables that come off of it. What? Yeah. <laughs> it didn't make any sense. Um, but it was fun. Um, like, yeah, the first one is a lot more serious. And the second one is just off the walls bonkers. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I enjoyed like the first one I gave a nine, this one, I see so gremlins two, the new badge. Um, I gave it eight and a half. Okay. Um, uh, Yeah, Gremlins is entertaining. I gave Gremlins
0: 2 an 8.
1: Okay. That was Um, my uh, first horror movie I fell in love with. I don't know if it's true or not, but
0: it's one of the first. What I put down, the reason I chose mine is um, back in like freshman year of high school, I watched the trailer for Phantoms, and I thought that looked Mm -hmm. really cool. Mm-hmm. And then, I think, like a year later, I, we finally rented it on VHS. <laughs> and we watched it, and I was like, that was a neat movie. So much so that I went to the used bookstore near our house and bought a copy of Phantoms by Dean Koontz and read that in high school. like that that was like my first like actual horror movie novel that was like this thick. It was like five hundred pages or whatever. I remember mm-hmm. reading that for the summer and, and during school and stuff like that. And then I bought the movie. Again, I bought the movie on VHS and I was like, this, I got to watch this again. If not, I read the book. And then, of course, it's not as good as the book. Yeah, but, it's always better. But like, that was the first time I actually recall loving a book that much that I went out and – I living a movie that I went out and bought the book and then read it. Mm-hmm. But then I just realized that I did that with – um after I did that, picked the movie and watched it, I went, "Oh no, no, I did that with – uh Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. And I did that in middle school. <laughs> but whatever. That wasn't like this thick. It was like 200 pages. So, and I think that was a movie adaptation book of the movie. Right. Instead of like the, the book that the movie was based off of. So, I'm like, yeah, Phantoms is still there. But, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, that's why I picked what that. What do you for... give
1: Phantoms now?
0: Well... After I had a nice twenty-year delay from when I read the book till when I watched the movie, it's better. Um, but the the gist of the movie is that these two girls, are sisters, they go back to their hometown, um, and they realize that everyone is missing. Like the the, the younger daughter, has, uh, doesn't really remember the town at all, or has never been there. And um, but she uh, they show up and everyone's missing um but there's a few police officers that uh are like just wandering around like what's what happened where'd everyone go um and you find out that there's a whole bunch of like just like this there's this whole supernatural aspect going on because people will find um like in houses they'll just find like tons of jewelry and shit, like, in the middle of the floor, so, like, well, obviously, no one's robbing the place, because, you know, obviously, the, the, uh, no one's robbing the place, because, um, they left all the jewelry and valuables, so, we're not sure what's happening, um, and, uh, they found out there's a giant creature-type thing that, like, almost blobish that lives below the city that comes out and like just eats people and then it kind of goes from there um but yeah watching it now as an adult and uh forgetting the, all the great details about the movie <laughs> or i mean the book uh it wasn't bad I, I i enjoyed it um i gave phantoms a seven very young Liv driver very young t- um ben affleck very young everybody but no i i, I enjoyed it more this time than I remember last time, so... <laughs> so then, uh,
1: for October 11th, it was female director... Yeah.
0: Maynard, come back here. So uh,
1: I watched the movie We Need to Talk About Kevin. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's really a horror movie.
0: It's a thriller for but sure. But
1: it definitely was creepy. Yeah. And raised a lot of questions. Um, So, this movie, we need to talk about, Kevin, is about a mother who is trying her best. She's um, trying her best. With a very troubled son. Um, And they hint at, throughout the whole movie, of stuff that's happened in the past. um, And what's happened now. Like, this jumps around a lot in time. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's how the book was. Um,
0: Um, It kind of, it, it, the whole movie, the whole book was like her writing a letter, like letters to her husband about what was going on. Um, So it's, it didn't jump around in time, but she would just like talk about this and be like, yeah, I remember that time that, you know, he was so good at doing this and he'd listen to you and said that he won't listen to me. And like, (laughs) it wasn't really jumping around in time is more of like a, almost like a journal but it was like letters. Mhm. So like I obviously time doesn't have to be completely linear but that's right. how that book worked.
1: Whatever you're talking about at the time. Yeah. Um yeah, so you find out like the hardships of being a mother with a troubled child. Yeah. And the consequences
0: of all that and also of having a husband that doesn't listen to you. Yeah. <laughs> like that's that's Part of the problem, like the name of the move, of the movie and book, is we need to talk about Kevin, and basically that's her saying we need to talk about how broken he is, and and that's her... is,
1: he's like there's nothing wrong with him,
0: yeah, and he's just like no we don't, <laughs> yep.
1: There was like like there was a one word like a one sentence review of this movie. Spoilers: they don't talk about Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> I'm like yeah, they don't. That is fantastic.
1: Um, but yeah, I, I was definitely disturbed by this movie and intrigued. Um, I gave what we need to talk about, what we, I gave, we need to talk about Kevin a seven and a half.
0: Okay. I gave it a seven. Uh, I saw it in October of 2019, but yeah, the, um, the book, it, uh, it definitely goes into more detail of the incident.
1: Yeah. They didn't. You you have an idea of what happens, but I can't imagine. Like obviously, books go can go into a lot more detail than a movie can. Yeah, um, and your mind fills in the blanks.
0: Yeah, it's it 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 talks about like people like the kids in the gymnasium <laughs> hiding behind other kids as shields that have already Jesus. been taken. It's just like, gee, yeah, it's. It's, um, yeah, it's dark. <laughs> it's dark. And then also, like, in the book, you almost almost kind of feel a little bit of sympathy towards him, but also at the same time, like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> right. Because obviously he had some sort of mental issues, like, psychological issues yeah. that were not addressed at all. Right. But. Yeah,
1: even at a very young age, they knew that. Yeah. But I didn't know you read the book. <laughs> yeah,
0: I I, I I watched. I, I mean, I, read, I listened to it, uh, the audio book, and it's pretty good. It's a good book. The movie's good, but yeah. and the like and the daughter aspect of what happens to her eye. Mm. You they don't straight up tell you what it is in the movie, but they also don't straight up tell you what happened, like that part. Because all they kind of say is, "Hey, her hamster's missing," and then and then you're like, oh, "Okay," and then later they go, "Hey, why is the drain uh not not going down?" and you go, "They don't tell you it's the hamster in the drain," and you just know it. Right. And then later it's like, "I knew I put the drain away," and then her <laughs> eyes all fucked up. You're like, "Oh Jesus Christ!" <laughs> like, yeah, like they don't they lay out those pieces for you, and then you go. Yeah, these go together. Ugh. Ugh. But yeah. It's it's uh it's very uncomfortable, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um Alright. Uh for my female what director you watch we- for your- What's that? What'd you watch for your female director? We were gonna watch the Baba Duke, but then it uh, turns out it wasn't on anything streaming. <laughs> so <laughs> then we watched The Invitation again, which I watched, uh, uh-oh, whenever I watched it. You and I watched it a couple of years ago. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I can pick that up. Yeah. I, I didn't I... watch it. You watched it. Oh, I thought we watched Never mind Then oh, I was, watched uh, it.
1: Yeah, you watched this one on your horror list. Yeah. March... I was
0: going to, and I never did. Uh, March of 2018, which I gave it a six and a half then. And I'd probably knock it up a little bit to like a seven now. It's it's pretty good, like
1: seven. Yeah, I've been ma- meaning to watch it. I was gonna watch it since I thought that you watched it and then I just didn't.
0: Yeah, it's it's really creepy now though, because um the main dude is the guy from Upgrade, but he has a like, longer hair. And <laughs> beard. Basically poor man is Tom uh Tom Hardy. Yeah. Um but then the guy whose house they go to because it's like the main character's ex-wife and then um, <coughs> the main character's ex-wife and her new husband but he's uh, Steve from The Haunting of Hill House the, the, <laughs> the brother that, that wrote all the books and it's so creepy seeing him like in a creepy role and I'm like ah <laughs> but yeah it was, it was much better the second time I watched it and I I, I would retroactively like change my score in that it got just
1: better something. as you watched it. What? It got better the more you watched it.
0: Yeah, like the atmosphere on it was really like it just it. The atmosphere was great in that movie. <laughs> but yeah.
1: So how are we looking on time? Do we want to stop part one here?
0: Yeah. <laughs> <We'll> st- <laughs> We're probably gonna stop uh, part one and well then we'll, like because we did the first two weeks of. October, so the first 11 mm-hmm. days because, um... We had a short first week. Saturday, yeah, it's... <laughs> um, but yeah, we're, so we're gonna come back with, uh, part two because this, this chunk is already big and it's a big one. So, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna hit stop. But actually, no, we should, uh, I shouldn't say I am just gonna hit Stop. I'll probably release them at two different times. So uh that's part one of October of twenty twenty. Uh so uh s- stay tuned for part two of October of twenty twenty. But uh for un- until then, uh that's that's a wrap. A wrap. This is a Scott Does Stuff Podcast.